This is The Huddle. Sports, passion, positivity. Hello and welcome back to The Huddle. Here at The Huddle, we like to focus on positive sports chat. We love to hear from sports people about their lives, their careers and how sport can have a positive impact on our communities. Our names are Elroy, Archie and Kingy. Today we are lucky enough to have George Bell with us. George is a New Zealand rugby union player who plays hooker for the Crusaders and Super Rugby Pacific. Making his debut in 2022, George also is part of the Canterbury team in the Bunnings NPC. He has represented New Zealand at the under-20s level and been part of the All Blacks 15. Welcome to the huddle, George. Hey, thanks, guys. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Um, welcome, yeah. Ian. It's a great spot. <laughs> Very cool. Cheers. Before we start, how is the rehab on your injury going? It's going good, yeah. Um, the quad's not as bad as the last um, previous injuries, so coming along pretty good. Back running, hopefully back in a couple of weeks, so excited to just get back out there again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what growing up was like for you? Um, growing up, um, I was pretty pretty fortunate. I had a, had a great upbringing. Um, brought up on a farm about an hour out of Dunedin, and that was just awesome because um, you're always out and about, outside, um, doing hands-on stuff, and, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Having siblings can be challenging. You're, you were famously bumped off by your brother Henry in a game. What was it like having a sibling rivalry on the news? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was definitely kind of got shot into the into the news there. Um, even like flatmates were sharing all their stories and stuff, <laughs> so it was couldn't get away from it. Um, yeah, I guess me and my brother always had that um, competitive spirit, um, like right through growing up together. We'd always be in the backyard um, playing rugby, cricket. So when he when he got that on me, it was, it was definitely a bit tough there. Um, <laughs> just kind of had to, to smile and kind of move on. But um, he's been great. He wasn't didn't rub it in at all, which was uh, pretty surprising. But, um, yeah, no, it was good. But Who, who's the older brother? Henry's older, yeah. Yeah, ah. he's a couple years older. Don't so, worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you just say, oh, my older brother bumped me off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Your yeah. brother Henry played for Utah in the U.S., how was that experience for him, and would you consider doing the same? Yeah, he loved it over there. Yeah, because he was in um, yeah Utah, which is pretty rural. Um, there's a lot of the national parks are around there, so like buffaloes and a lot of stuff that you wouldn't see in New Zealand. Um, he loved it. Like the, um, it's pretty cold. I think there's about like two meters of snow on the ground for a lot of it, um, and so he, he had a really positive experience with it. Um, I probably would consider um, doing the same. Obviously, not now. Probably want to stay in New Zealand for as long as I can. But to be over to go over there and um, travel a bit more, like America's probably a place I want to take off and go to. So um, yeah, potentially, it'd be interesting to see what that league does though in the um, coming no. coming years. Yeah. yeah. How competitive will it be if you guys play Otago? <laughs> very, very. But I guess probably. If you try and go searching for to out to get it, you'll probably make a mistake elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you'll be like, yeah, do something silly. So I think it's probably not um, not chasing those those moments, I suppose, yeah. and just try and just try and focus on yourself. But yeah, hopefully you do play them. We don't have, don't have them in round robin this year, so hopefully they make the um, the semis and finals, and mm. it'd be pretty cool to get a match up there. Mm. Yeah. Who in your family is your biggest supporter, and how do they support you? 
I uh, can't go past the parents. Um, yeah, they've well, everything I've done now is um, they've played a massive part in that. Um, I guess because being from a farming background, there's a lot of travel involved. Um, going into the end most weekends, um, yeah, the amount of time they would have <laughs> driven me around would have been like ridiculous. So um, they were, they've been great, and they're always always there for me, whether I play good or bad, and that's probably the, probably the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What is your first memory of rugby? Uh, probably used to play for Easton, uh, which is in Wakawaiti. Um, would have been under fives. So just playing ripper rugby there. Can't like, really remember it, but it's kind of yeah. see photos of it. It's quite funny seeing, seeing when you're a little wee tacker with the wee tags on. Mm. Yeah, on a freezing ground. So, yeah, that's probably... My first memory, yeah. It's pretty cold in Dunedin yeah. as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, freezing down there. Yeah. I love Canterbury, the Crusaders, and the All Blacks. What teams did you support when you were growing up? Um, yeah, obviously being from Otago, I used, used to thoroughly dislike Canterbury, yeah, so <laughs> it's been a bit of a change. Because um, we, I guess down there, you are sort of like the little brother. It's sort of like your mentality and. Whenever they used to beat us, was was pretty tough. But so yeah, it supported Otago, um, loved the Highlanders, um, and the hostel. We used to go to the games, and I guess I was going through school in, in 2015 when they won. So um, that was just yeah, loved them. Um, yeah, a bit of a change now though. Converted to the red and black. So yeah, now it's yes, yeah, Canterbury Crusaders. When did when you got signed to the Crusaders? Did you get signed for both like Canterbury and Crusaders? Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I was in yeah pretty unique situation where that does happen um, when it got super, but, and then they kind of yeah sort you out for um, for Canterbury. That was cool. Yeah, just I guess it's always your dream to become a professional rugby player, and then you see that the contract there, and then that's when you know you, you kind of achieve that goal. And I guess that's kind of just the start of it, though, for, as a um, professional rugby player. Um, yeah. Were you playing for Otago before you played for Canterbury? And NPC? Yeah. Had I played for them? No, nah, no. Nah. So, yeah, no. Nah. So, yeah, didn't, didn't get to play for them, no. Nah. Oh. What's it like travelling to lots of places? What are the good things and what are the bad things? Um, yeah, rugby's awesome. Um, you're very, very lucky to be able to, to travel across the world um, to, to a lot of unique places. Um, it's been probably a highlight was Japan, um, the the scale of things over there, yeah. the size of things like the whole country is pretty much a city where we were in Tokyo, um, just keeps going, which is <laughs> nothing like you'd see here. Um, so that's awesome. Like the cultural things, um, the food, the people, uh, it's awesome. Going mm. to Australia is always nice. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, just because it's a lot warmer over there. It's yeah. Bit of a positive. Uh, bad things, um, not too many bad. Th- I don't mind sitting on planes. So jet lag. Yeah, yeah, jet lag. I suppose I haven't been anywhere that's been like too ridiculous. Like yeah, it's, it's only been Australia and Japan, but yeah, going to somewhere like South Africa would be pretty. Mm. When you're yeah, a few hours behind, would be pretty tough. But um, apart from that, no, I don't mind it. Yep. Especially when the Super Rugby would have been going over there. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It was, it's a bit of a bugger then. It's no longer going because yeah. they would have been killed to do that. Who do you look up to and why? Um, 
I guess I've got a few people I look up to in the rugby scene, probably like Cody Taylor and, and Brody. Um, mm-hmm. They've been massive for me um, coming through. They've always been there to help me and offload um, knowledge and help me out. And there hasn't been any, you know, they're so willing to do that, which is um, yeah. which is pretty cool. And I look up to them for that. Um, and then probably just like my parents and, and family, I guess, everyone's um, got a great work ethic, I suppose. We learned that from the farm, so seeing everyone just work hard, just, yeah, it's pretty inspiring, I suppose. My favourite food is fried chicken. Shout out to Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken and Cornbread. Describe your favourite meal. Uh, yeah, Bobby's the guy who does all the stories, <laughs> eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. i got to go yeah. try that, eh? Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, at the moment, ramen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really getting into it. I think after Japan, it sort of just... <laughs> Kickstarted that um, that ramen rare place. Um, yeah, it's delicious. So that's probably my go-to at the moment. Yeah. Are you allowed often with the with the being having probably to be on a diet? Ah, uh, no, that's we're not really on diet. So I think we just sort of get educated. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like the goods and bads. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're pretty flexible unless you're like like getting out of hand with it. Yeah. You could probably because we get our skin folds done, we get like pinch a wee bit of fat. Um, and then the, so you can sort of see where you're at. <laughs> How much ramen you've been eating. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. What advice would you give to young people that would like to make sport their career? Um, probably just to play as many sports as possible when you're young. Um, it's probably a privilege that you, that you lose um, when you get older and um, kind of have to focus on the one code. So when you're young, just make the most of everything and it will, it will make you better. Yeah. Um, in that respective code, you know, mm-hmm. just having the ability to do everything and learn all those different like niche skills, I suppose, in those different sports. So yeah, yeah. just do everything you can. My favourite players are Rich Mwanga, Sibu Reese, Artie Savia, Renee Holmes, and Billy Harmon. Who is your favourite player and why? Uh, probably Cody at the moment. Um, I just like I really like his um, style of play. Like he's just everywhere. Um, good to watch. You know, he's he's pretty pretty jinky and um, runs the ball fair bit, so yeah, probably home, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, he he's a Canberra boy, isn't he? Yeah, Canberra, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a hooker as well, so he's He's like... a hooker, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, going gap, he's sort of one of those guys you want to play like him. Yeah. You know? And he's and he's been around for a while now and he's, he's still playing really good rugby, so... Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. At our Tafati, we're part of Ear 2 Tangata which is about helping people understand and tackle tall poppy syndrome. You have value, others matter, and we succeed together are the three elements of Itu Tangata. Have any of these elements played a role in your sporting career and how? Um, definitely the, the we succeed together um, played a massive role um, because rugby is obviously a team sport, so you've got to make sure everyone's on board. Um, and then also like in the individual position groups, because um, you're in so competitive in rugby, if mm-hmm. if you're all like at a high level, it kind of builds everyone up. So, yeah, probably that we succeed together. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What are your goals for the next two years? Uh, hopefully staying on the field and just just getting some consistent rugby under my belt would be cool. Um, really, just want to get a few more games with Crusaders, um, and just just get back into the flow of things. And then, yeah, obviously, hopefully try and make the All Blacks. Um, 
but yeah, firstly just just stay out there and and just really enjoy my rugby. I really like putting on big hits. What's your favourite thing? Smashing people, scoring tries, a dumb a dominant scrum, or something else? Um, I really like if you get like a good line, yeah, and you just kind of cut through the cut through the D. Um, yeah. That's probably it's good to watch. I enjoy rugby. That's everyone's passing the ball around. It's not just a bit boring, you know. Also, a good can't go past the good line out for. Yeah, it's kind of a job, so yeah. <laughs> can appreciate it. Yeah. What is it like to have fans? Um, yeah, it's it's a um, it's awesome. Um, it's sort of weird because you kind of you 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 are you are a fan growing up to yeah. to play rugby, and suddenly. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. In Japan, um, their supporters are crazy. Like we'd have them waiting at the bottom of a hotel just for us to come out and sign out, um, get a photo or signature. And yeah, I've been haven't experienced anything like that before. So it was it's pretty cool to see the passion that they've got for it. Mm. How does it feel to win a Super Rugby final, uh, Super Rugby Championship? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. Um, it was a bit of a weird one this year for me because I wasn't really in it and then I was suddenly <laughs> on the bench for that final. Um, I think just seeing how much it means to everyone, yeah. um, especially this year, like quite a few people are leaving, so mm. it's an awesome feeling. Um, and it's just cool to like the energy and the vibe and everything. It's, it's pretty impressive, yeah. What was the celebration like after? Yeah, a few, a few chalky milks. <laughs> <laughs> If you are enjoying this episode of the podcast, why not check out our latest interview with the Women's Rugby World Cup winner, Kendrick Coxedge. Kind of not sure what you're doing, but I just yeah, ran around after the coach and, and then just um, continued to, to love the game. What was it like to be part of the Crusaders, especially during the Razors' final season? Yeah, it was, it was cool. I was sort of, I was part of it, but I was sort of on the fringe because I was kind of like rehabbing the whole time. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I guess he's sort of just looking at their performances and their trainings and it is impressive to see how, especially those big dogs just go about their work during the um, those final moments of the year that, that mean everything. So mm-hmm. it is, yeah, it's just impressive to see that, yeah. You have worked closely with the All Blacks forwards coach, Jason Ryan. What influence has he had on you as a young player? Yeah, Jason's been, like, massive... Um, he's had a massive part of my career. Um, I mean, had a meeting with him out at Lincoln when I was sort of halfway through first year, um, and he just sort of said, um, kind of laid out like a potential path that um, if I kind of work hard and give it your best, um, potentially what follows, and to have that laid out in front of you and actually to see it, um, yeah, just kind of puts things... Like it's a more structured goal. Um, and then, yeah, just throughout the Crusaders, um, he's obviously yeah, the best in the world at what he does. So just telling me um, what to work on and, yeah, don't get too ahead of yourself and can we yeah. ground it, yeah. Nice. You were the youngest on the Crusaders roster. Does that affect how the others treat you, like treated you? Um, no, no, I wouldn't say... It w- the Crusaders got a pretty cool environment where all of the old dogs um, just really get behind the young guys. I just like want to bring them up. So um, 
they just get get behind you. Everyone's super nice because it, it was pretty intimidating um, first going into the environment when you just yeah you've just suddenly been watching these guys on TV for the last five years and you've got to passing the ball with them. So yeah, what's that like? Is yeah. it yeah yes. And they're like, <laughs> you go and like shake their hands, yeah. and this is like you already know who they are. Yeah, I'm Sam Whitelock, and I was like, yeah, I know who you are, mate. <laughs> <laughs> do you get nervous before big games? If so, how do you deal with the nerves? Yeah, um, yeah, get real, pretty nervous. Yeah, um, but I think kind of dealing with them, um, it's just understanding that they're kind of natural, and like everyone's everyone's got their nerves, so. I just try and understand that and um, realise it's a good thing, I suppose. And um, But there can some techniques like breathing um, that can help with that sort of thing. And Yeah. Cool. If you could play for any team, what would it be and why? Uh, any team. Any sport as well. Any sport. Uh, probably, probably golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golf. Yeah, playing golf. One of those on the PGA Tour, that would be um, pretty cool. That'd be pretty incredible. Yeah. Are you one of the guys that goes and plays golf with yeah. all the team? Yeah, I try to. Yeah, I'm not very good though. Yeah. <laughs> Tough <laughs> game. Did you go play with Billy Harmon last week? No, nah, I didn't. No, nah, oh, because he he said he was going golfing after that with some of the boys. Uh, yeah, I think they're out there today. Like oh, right yeah. now, yeah. But um, yeah, it's a tough sport. Yeah. What's your favourite ice cream flavour? Um, really enjoy Gold Rush. Oh, yeah. Gold, yeah, Gold Rush with the yeah, yeah. crunchy bits. That's probably, it's definitely up there for me, yeah. How often do you get it? Uh, I haven't got it in ages, actually. Um, we're going to rollick in a fair bit, though. Oh, yeah, cool. It's <laughs> a bit of a treat, though. Yeah. <laughs> what specific skills or techniques do you continually work on improving? Uh, for me, it's definitely hooker throwing, yeah, throwing yep. the ball, and um, that's always a um, can always get better, I suppose. So you're always, especially as a hooker, um, it's your job. It's what you kind of um, judged on, I suppose, how we can throw the ball in. So that's something you're always you're yep. always working on. Yeah. yeah, cool. As a professional athlete, small things often make a big difference. What kinds of things do you do with your diet, recovery, and looking after your body to make it a to make a difference? Um, yeah, probably the you got kind of got the three or two two main things: just getting your sleep right and then eating right. I think if you can nail those, um, they make the biggest difference. But then, kind of the little things: uh, do a bit of stretching. I guess um, we do quite a bit of gym work. Um, get in there, sauna, sometimes ice bath. Um, those are probably the little things that I do. But yeah, got to make sure that I know I'm asleep, sleep and eating. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Where do you store your medals and important rugby stuff? Uh, yeah, I send it all home um, to my, to my, um, on the farm. Yeah, put it all up there. Um, and just the Maui room there, yeah. Now that you're injured, do you have time to go up to visit your parents and? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Went home the other day actually, so yeah. I guess that's a one of the good things about that um, yeah. being injured that you get a 
get a go home because otherwise, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hard to. Yeah. Did you fly or did you drive? Drive, drive. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what we do because my, my nana lives there, so yeah. oh, I've yeah. always drive down because we've got a dog. But it's, a, it's a pretty long drive, eh? It's, yeah. yeah. Can you share any pre-game rituals or superstitions that you follow? Um, pre-game rituals, um, have a wee nap and, oh, yeah. and listen to some, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, non-sleep deep rest. Um, mm. So just it's like a wee meditation thing. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. listen to that and then... Pre-game, kind of just do a bit, do a bit of stretching in the sheds, <coughs> a few things, and yeah, just get to the field. A lot of people say they do some things bef- the night before. Do you have anything to do the night before? Nah, not really. Nah, pretty keep it pretty casual. Mm. Try not to have anything too structured, because I mean, sometimes if you get it wrong, it might yeah. put you off. So yeah. Mm. Over your career so far, what are you most proud of? Um. Probably, what we got in Japan was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but then, I guess that's kind of yeah, like a like an outcome mm-hmm. being selected for that team. But probably proud of over these injuries. Um, obviously, been pretty tough. So, kind of staying grounded, not not um, open about, and just just getting on with it. it was pretty yeah, pretty proud of myself. It, mm-hmm for doing that and, and getting back out there. Um, didn't get on for that final, but just to be able to um, get there and get on that bench, um, yeah, it was, pr- it was pretty pretty awesome to, pretty proud of myself for doing that. How do you mentally prepare yourself for a big game or competition? Um, I think I haven't had too many, like, um, probably still young, but I just try and keep it the same, I guess. Um, yeah. Just like you say, those rituals. I think you just fall back on them during those um, big moments, and just probably just realizing that everyone's um, probably feeling the same before those big games. Like yeah. everyone's nervous. No one really shows it, but you, you, you just know because everyone's human still, you know. Mm. Yeah, true. How do you maintain a balance between your personal life and the demands of being a professional athlete? Um, I think with the Canterbury Crusade, it's always pretty good we're probably finished by like one to two o'clock most days so you've sort of got that afternoon to to relax and and do your other things whether it's because I'm studying at the moment so do a bit of study work or um Mm -hmm. go hit a golf ball and that probably just takes you away especially golf because you're always calming yeah (laughs) infuriating sometimes but yeah (laughs) what are you what are you studying uh doing it Commerce, um, yeah, at Lincoln, yeah, so hopefully finish next year, all going well. Cool. Over the past year, you've had a very strange rugby experience. In 2022, you were picked for the All Blacks 15, but got injured and didn't play. Then you missed a whole Super Rugby season, but got picked for the final, but didn't play. You were then drafted for the All Blacks 15 as injured cover and played a game against Japan in Japan. You then played 60 minutes for Canterbury against Northland. The next thing that happened was you were picked to go to England with the All Blacks, but got injured and couldn't go. What have you learnt from all this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been it's been really strange. Um, that's a good way of putting it, especially when you see it there. It's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it looks a bit silly, doesn't it? <laughs> a lot of in, lot of injuries. Yeah, so that's the thing. I've kind of been injured and then had these like. Like really high moments as well, so I'm just mm. 
got the lows of getting injured, but then yeah, those, those peaks of being selected for those teams. Um, yeah, it's been strange. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been cool though. Um, I guess I think those selections of um, it was cool to be rewarded for all that all that rehab work and hard work that you put in the gym to try and get back. Um, so yeah, it was that was um, it was cool cool to be selected for those teams and and very grateful to be selected for them. Um, from learning from them all, I think it's probably just do everything you can, mm-hmm. do everything um, right because you don't you don't, you don't want yeah. to know what's going to happen. You know anything can happen. Um, injuries, other players get injured, so I think if you're always you know giving it giving it your all, um, yeah, I think if you put in the work, you get you get um, something will come of it. You know. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it for the interview. We'd like to say thanks for coming and talking to us. We realise you're super busy and we really appreciate you giving up some of your spare time to chat with us. We love hearing from amazing sports people, hearing about their day-to-day lives, about how sport can have a positive impact on them. Thank you. No, thanks for having me, guys. It's, um, I think it's awesome what you guys do. And yeah, yeah, cheers. Thanks for having me. Cheers. cheers. Thank you. This is The Huddle. Sports, passion, positivity. Yeah, man, it's that boy Bobby Wayne, man. You know how he does it, man. Coming to you live, my chicken coop. CNC, baby. Hello. Go check out Bobby Wayne at CNC Chicken and Cornbread. You'll find him at Bexley Garage on Pages Road. Bobby opens at 11.30 till he's sold out Wednesday to Saturday. <laughs>